Hey, Trekkers, you got Charlie here from the Code 47 uh, podcast over on Secret Friends Unite Podcasting Network. We got a special today. It's so special that I'm on with my most specialist favorite co-host. That would be um, my, my I would say, my side person, my, my, my partner in crime from the Bad Times at the Movies with the Cardins Patreon podcast. Uh, that'd be my lovely wife, April Cardin. Hello, darling. How are Hello. you tonight? Um, we are in a, go ahead, please. I'm sorry. Look at me. I'm already trying to steal the show. No, go ahead. Uh, uh, we are going to talk to you a little bit about an awesome recent experience we had, and that's why we're coming to you on the code 47 feed. Uh, we just got back from the friggin' Star Trek cruise. Oh my goodness. Uh, I, I can't encapsulate it all into the first, even say anything magnificent about it in the first minute of this. So, um, Let's start this story very shortly from the beginning, uh, and that would be back at Mission Chicago last year. April, how did we end up going on the Star Trek cruise because we were at Mission Chicago? So they had a booth there, and the ladies were just talking about the cruise and handing out postcards, and I, of course, went into research mode, because that's what I do, and when we research bot. We got back to the hotel room and I started looking into the payment plans because they didn't know at the booth. They didn't know anything. They just they were just there handing out postcards. Although it turns out they're morale officers and they end up on the cruise too. But Yeah, we we ended up seeing all those same girls. And by the way, it wasn't back in the hotel room. It was in, in the cafe when we were having dinner like 30 minutes later. And she right. was like, April, April's one of these people that does everything on their phones, which makes me nuts because I got big fat thumbs. I don't like to do stuff on my phone. And uh, she was just like... Uh, boop, bop, boop, bop, and we're going on a cruise. And this was um, April of 2022, early April of, t- uh, of 2022. And as it turns out, pre-sale ticket or uh, general public sale tickets go on sale like mid-March. Like it's going to happen yes, like tomorrow. This. Tomorrow as we're recording this um, because we have a friend who is very, I didn't tell you, but I, we're hearing from our friend Missy Merchant, great friend of the show, one of our Patreons, uh, who is chomping at the bit to get signed up after our experience. Um, so she's like, I got to make sure I get a good room. I'm so nervous that it's like 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. Central tomorrow that she can buy her tickets. And she's like, ah, so she's going to be fine. But so, yeah, we did this. We we are not we're not cruise people. Um, April, as far as travel, you've been as far west as Arizona. Prior to this, yes. uh, I had been to, I had been to California when I was a kid. My uncle uh, and uh, my uncle lived out in the Bay Area. Went there when I was thirteen. I've of course been through airports in my time, but I've never been to Los Angeles, which is the birthplace of Star Trek. It's the birthplace of really the the entertainment industry, kind of as we know it. Um, and this vessel, uh, the what was it, the Navigator of the Seas? Is that is that the the ship we were on? Yes. Uh, was leaving out of the port of Long Beach in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, so we were going to visit LA for the first time. Um, and the boat was going to go to Cabo St. Lucas. Uh, Cabo St. Lucas. I called it Cabo St. Lucas. That's that's not a place. That's that's what they call George Lucas, you know, when it's not from St. Lucas. Right. Um, and it went to, Ma- Ma- I would say Matsalan. How do you say the middle place? Matsalan. Matsalan. There you go. And it uh, goes down to Puerto Vallarta, and then it goes back again. So it's a seven-day trip on board this vessel, this crazy big uh, cruise ship with something like 25 different Star Trek celebrities. Um, And, honey, do you you have the checklist handy? I probably should have prepped you. 
Um, you did leave it in my office, I, I believe. I but. did leave it in your office. But uh, it briefly, celebrities included Jonathan Frakes, which I was very excited about. That's my guy, Commander Riker. Doug Jones, who is be, who is a friend of a friend uh, uh, who we've met on several occasions, a very close friend of Missy's. Um, we met Denise Crosby. We met, uh, help me out here, honey. I'm going to start Terry. talking about stuff. Yeah, we well, with Terry Farrell, spent some time with Todd Stashwick, Captain Liam Shaw from Star Trek Picard. What, technically, we had both Daxes. We had both the as yeah. We uh, Nicole DeBoer was there. What a sweet, what a sweet person. She's this tall. Uh, I shouldn't do that because I don't know if we're going to extrapolate the video for this, but it is going out on audio. Um, so we were we were here on this cruise with all these people, and the ship itself holds two thousand people, twenty five hundred people. How many people do you think were on the ship? I have no idea, but I know that they it, sold out right before the, right before we, like the week we launched. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Which was, yeah. So yeah, we, we had taken uh, this cruise just a couple days before my birthday, uh, which, my, which my birthday is on Feb 23. Uh, we get to the week of, and there's ice storms headed into Grand Rapids where we live. So we scrambled around, changed our flight, flew out a day early, uh, right as the, the ice storm hit. And we were on our way until we got to Denver where the ice storm was and the plane was frozen to the ground. So we got to spend some time in Denver airport, which was not so great. We eventually did make it to LA. Uh, the last minute hotel we booked was uh, near the airport, but not in a great area. Uh, I'm not going to name any names in case, God forbid, somebody listening to this is like, hey, that's my town, you son of a bitch, and gets really pissed off. But it was let's cool. Just from the, that let's just we, say we decided to watch some movies from our youth because of where we were yes. staying. Uh, what that means is that we were pretty close to where they filmed Boys in the Hood. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but what was cool, when we got up the next day or even the same day, we went and ate at uh, at a local chain called Norm's Restaurant, which um, the young lady from the desk uh, advised me to go check out. It's a SoCal legacy or whatever. And when I was looking at the um, little bindle of stuff around, there is a historical marker where in a neighborhood nearby, they had torn down some houses when they built the 101 freeway. And it was the childhood home of the Wilson family, the Beach Boys. And April is a big fan. So that was on our, on our one day that we had to kill in L.A. because we went on a day early. We went on a tour. We did that. We drove all the way up to Vasquez Rocks, the Star Trek famous Vasquez Rocks. Um, I think and it's kind of it Hollywood was, famous, right? It's not just in Star pretty, Trek. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you could look at that Wikipedia page for you know, Vasquez Rocks. And that's a, that's a state park or a national park. So it's very nice and clean. And that was, that was pretty great. And uh, it was raining and hailing. And we actually ran into a tour group there that was being conducted by Larry Nemec, who is a uh, star, uh, an associate to the Star Trek family who conducts tours a, as a way that he makes his living. So we got to be on a, a part of his tour for free. It was great. Uh, we had lunch from there. We went back down into LA and then we uh, went to the Griffith Observatory, which is absolutely incredible. Um, we did a, a long hike to get up there. It was a little windy, um, but it offers this panoramic view of kind of Metro Los Angeles that that I thought was breathtaking. I thought it was I thought it was pretty stunning. And um, we were told, even though it had been raining and snowing, yes, it snowed in LA while we were there. Um, we were told it was actually the optimal time to be there because that had washed all the smog away. So you could actually see the city. Right. And we did. Yeah, that was fantastic. From from sea to shining sea, you know, it was it was pretty cool. So 
that ended our day. We ended up uh, in a, a, a Airbnb place near the port. And then the next day we were on the ship. It was crazy. We had to stand in these uh, these big tents to get in board. It was raining sideways. It always cracks me up being from the Midwest, as I'm sure many of you who are listening to this are, um, the way that people from other climates don't know how to deal with Midwestern style weather. So when it's raining sideways and you got, you know, 50 mile an hour gusting winds, people who are standing around t-shirts, shorts, and flip-flops wonder why they're cold. <laughs> but that that's not with us. We were bundled up wearing a hoodie, jacket over it, and a hat, big backpack, big heavy jeans, just ready to go. And so once we got on the ship, we even met some people in line, some Australians. Lots of people know who know me know that I have a big affection for Australia and Australians. So that was pretty fun for me. And then we were on the ship having a drink. And then, then kind of the fun begins. Once we get to see, it turns into programming, you know? So they have all kinds of different events planned. And um, Wait, wait. Oh, oh take so it away. First- take it away. The whole ship is decked out. Like the yes. people that run the cruise, which is Entertainment Cruise Productions, ECP. Right. They yep. completely go in and they decorate the ship. So they get it a little bit beforehand and they they put like big stickers on the glass elevators that directed you where to go using Star Trek terms. They had the the Irish pub turned into O'Tribbles and they had <laughs> so Mariner's great. Bar and they had the casino was Quarks, of course. Right. So yes. everything was decked out in Star Trek stuff. So that was fascinating. The promenade, you got to see all of those things in there. It was just great. Yeah, it was it was like I said, it was incredible. They they really take a lot of care um, to make everything very feel very Star Trekky. You know, the little sports bar was was Niners. You know, and they had a lot of big focus on the the, the baseball team from Deep Space Nine um, from the Take Me Out to the House Suite episode. They of course have a merch store, and I will admit, you know, the merch store was kind of let down. I was talking to you know your friend and mine, uh, Bram Simpson, who runs member services for SFI. Um, who he was he was all excited because one of the guests, one of the um, one of the Star Trek guests was Aaron McDonald, who is science advisor to the current kind of Star Trek regime. Back before the days when CBS said people involved in Star Trek couldn't be in Starfleet International anymore. She was a member of his chapter in Colorado, so they knew each other. So he wanted me to seek her out. But he's like, what's the um, what's the merch store like? Do they have cool merch? And admittedly, all their merch is just focused around the cruise, which I totally, I, I totally get it. You know, I totally get why, why that would be the case. Right. But it's kind of a bummer. I would love it if you could get other kind of, kind of cool. Like if it was really like yeah. a convention where there were some merchandisers, but you could see why they really, you know, they, they want to keep that money to themselves, but it's, it's kind of drag. If I was ever to suggest anything where I think it would be a good change-up, th- that would be something that I would think would be a good change-up. Um, but anyway, we're on the ship. We're at sea for the first, was it day? Maybe day and a half? Like, probably day and a half? Yeah. yeah. Before, we, before we got to the, the first destination, which was Cabo St. Lucas. Cabo, Cabo, I keep calling it Cabo San, Cabo San Luca. We'll just call it Cabo. That's what, that, that's what all the that's what all the all the cool people call it Cabo. Now that one was um, we did we didn't dock, but there was a what do they call little the little dinghy or the trawler that comes up? A tender. You had to get on the you. tender 
And you had to be careful making sure you got back to the tender in time before you got back on the ship. So we opted right. not to go <laughs> on. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a little, it was a little too risky for us, which was fine. Cause being on the ship and admittedly the first day is certainly the first like day or so. And then definitely the last two days coming back was not optimal for above deck weather, even though the top deck of the ship has several pools several hot tubs they have a water slide they have a rock climbing wall they have a basketball court um so those kind of middle days when we were in season like we were in mexico we did all that stuff it was great the pool was very was very warm when it was cold and then it was cold when it was warm and we sat in the hot tubs both kind of night and day and um we did the water slide thing which was um i know you weren't you didn't seem to be thrilled about it at first but you still did it I did it. It seemed to have a good time. Yes. It was fine. was. was, Now you sound like my co-host, Peter. It was fine. (laughs) But even better than all of that, it's like being at a convention. They had panels set up. There were were activities. There were things you could go to. We didn't do any of the paid programming, but um, we did a lot of the things that were free. and the panels were great because they were, you know, they were themed around, here's a Star Trek Picard panel. Cause these five people on, on the cruise, you know, Jonathan Frakes and Brent Spiner and Marina Sirtis. And then they flipped it around and they did a TNG panel because Denise Crosby was also there. So they tried to keep it really focused on, you know, the show they were talking about. There was a DS9 panel. I'm sure they had originally scheduled like a Voyager panel or an Enterprise panel, but some of those people dropped out like Kate Mulgrew was supposed to come. Um, which was a bummer. And she was replaced by William Shatner, who always seems to make his ways onto these things for about half of the time. And then he leaves. And we did have as well. I got up to ask a question. I said something to piss him off. He yelled at me and I thought it was fantastic. I made mention of yes. Star Trek The Next Generation in my question. And he was like, why would you bring that up? That's why they kicked us out of the movies. It was just, I, I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what? He's 92 years old. I really do not care what he says to me because he's, he, he, honestly, he, he's, he, he's an icon in his own way, really. There were a couple things he said that were questionable. Oh, God, without a doubt. But um, he was hilarious. And I think it yes, was on exactly. purpose. I don't think it was just because he's an old man. It's all shticky. Yeah, he got up and talked about uh, his experience uh, in a film that I saw when I was a teenager about the made-up language Esperanto, which April keeps calling Esperanta every time we talk about it. Um, and what the, what the hell was the other weird Apparently thing? Apparently, you about? can take that on Duolingo. So Oh, that, that yeah. And we after this, April and I both, well, she started, I am not messing around with Duolingo so that we can get our Spanish up to gear. Because while I know less than conversational Spanish from high school and like my first year at college, that was 30 years ago. And I, I know, you know, I can, you know, say... Oh my God! Now, I I can say you know don't stay baño, and that's about it. Um, but you know, I can next, ask for yeah. beer, but you know, you can ask, but you don't drink beer, so that doesn't yeah. really help. <laughs> but I mean, you know, and 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 again, to, at the end of the story, we we are signing up to go again. Next year's cruise uh, will take us to um, to Aruba and Caraco, which are, as you said, largely English speaking, where these really were not. They are, but because they're Dutch. Um, the but they Dutch. do also speak Spanish there. Um, right. so it's an interesting little area, but no, we did actually go to shore on the other two ports mm-hmm. of call. And one of them, we went, of course we were 
negotiating with all the people trying to sell you things when you get off the ship. Uh, with, but, with, yeah, which I remember. I've been to Mexico before. Like Nogales was right over the border in Arizona. So I was I was familiar with the haggling. That's great. But we also spent time in the wonderful Mexican Walmart. Oh, yes. We had yes. to when we were... When we were in uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta, April had had got something in her eye and needed some eye drops. We didn't have any and did not want to buy them from a Mexican street vendor for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, when you walk off the port uh, in Puerto Vallarta, you can walk right out the gate. There's a guy standing there with there's, you know, a Mexican military official standing there with a machine gun. Uh, so it's it's a real port of entry into the country. But you can walk right across the crosswalk into a Walmart, which we did. Um, even bought, I even bought myself a Star Wars Black Series action figure because it was on clearance. Uh, we haven't checked our credit card bill, but I think it was on clearance for about 16 bucks. It was about 35% off. I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, but yes, I bought a action figure made in China, sold in Mexico, and now it's home in Michigan. So that that, uh, that that Boba Fett action figure has done some wide traveling. Uh, and then we walked over to the mall, which... I think we were going to order from the Mexican Starbucks that didn't end up working out because you couldn't get the app to, to synchrify and the Wi-Fi wouldn't work and not really get service. So, you know, cell phone service was weird too, because we would get close enough to shore. And if you would turn off the airplane mode, which is how you got internet service on the boat, it would kind of sort of tell you that it would, you could have Verizon Mexico and then I never got it. So hopefully we don't, a bunch of charges when we get our bill this month. No, it said, Mexican, it said it was free. But okay. um, when we were at the Walmart, that's when I noticed the big um, language difference. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't speak as much English there. Like the people right and off the did. court right. haggling, they knew how to haggle, they knew enough, and they right. took American dollars and all of that. When you got to the Walmart, the mall. Right. They didn't really care. They, you know, they do, they don't care for our gringo nonsense. There's no, no doubt about it. So, um, yeah, so we did that. And yeah, in Monsatlan, we walked up to, you had found an attraction for us to, to go on a hike to find. So tell us all about that. Yeah. So I didn't want to pay because I didn't know, and we were already investing in the cruise and I didn't know how things were going to play out. And I didn't right. want to end up missing the boat because whatever excursion we paid for didn't make it back. And we did lose. Right. Two to three people. There was some debate into how much. Uh, of one, one of them was definitely William Shatner, but he got off. I mean, he got off on car. purpose. Yeah. Yes. We actually yes, exactly. lost a couple of people that missed the boat. And yeah. um, I didn't want to risk that. So one of the, the options that I found, I was watching a bunch of YouTube videos about cruises. And I did that just because I wanted to be prepared because I'm this crazy research person. And so she I, <laughs> when I was watching it, it was the same route. It was the same ship. So um, they walked to what they call a lighthouse. It wasn't really a lighthouse. It was like a light at the top of a mountain. But they call it a lighthouse. And it was at the top of a small mountain. And you had to walk around it. And then there were steps. There were 330 or 360 steps or something like that. Some, yeah, it was somewhere between three, like 340 and 360. Yeah. yeah. So And that I, was after walking up the mountain that had no steps. It was just a yeah. path and it was, it was on a, it, the incline got the steeper incline. and steeper and steeper. And then you got to the steps. So I didn't make it all the way up to the top. I 
the past year has been a journey. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, as much <laughs> exercise as I do, I just wasn't prepared to go all the way up to the top. So right. I made it quite a bit of the way. You did great. You did. I think the last awesome. 200 stairs I didn't do something like that. Yeah. Um, but I was beat red and I just needed to get air. So I right. sat and you finished. Right. And it was, but, but regardless, uh, probably a great view from where you sat w walking back yes. up. Yeah. The view up there was great too, because you could see the entire Bay area there, but yeah, I would say Monitslan overall was not what I would call a beautiful port of call, at least not it the was, spot where we were at. It was definitely older. We walked through some areas that were a little sketch and there was yep. lots of dog poop. Um, yes, when we, when we were walking through the port and there were a bunch of people trying to sell their tours or give you rides or no. make you pay <laughs> for a ride. And this one guy, we said, no, we're just walking. And he says, I will pray for you. Uh, uh huh. Yeah, that wasn't loaded. Um, yeah. Well, I guess his prayers paid off because we made it back. Thank goodness. Yeah. Where would we have been without him? So, um, yeah, but yeah, in Puerto Vallarta, uh, when or uh, yeah, in Puerto Vallarta, we just, it was just, for us, it was just the um, Walmart and the mall. Walmart and mall. And then, and then we got back on the Americans. ship and we're like, we can be on the ship and we can just be in the pool or whatever. And so we did that. Um, food service was pretty much around the clock. There, there's a, there is a giant cafeteria at the top of the ship. Uh, there is a nice formal dining room. And when I say it's formal, it's not like you have to go there in a tuxedo, but the, the food presentation is formal. Um, and th those are all those are all included. A handful of other places are included as far as food goes. I think if you're not on the Star Trek cruise, like if you went there for a regular cruise, like a non with regular people, themed, yes, <laughs> I think I think it I think there's a dress code, but oh, gotcha. they don't have a dress code for the Star Trek cruise. Right, exactly. Except, yeah, it's it's a lot of people in t-shirts and themed hoodies and, and cosplay. That was funny. Cosplay, April and I are um, very avid Star Trek cosplayers, as you, you know, you've seen from the SFU website, you've seen from our Grand Petoskey website, the chapter that we run. We're very avid cosplayers. We take it very seriously. We brought a couple of cosplays, because first of all, parking, packing for a trip like this, you're like, how much stuff can we cram into? We took four suitcases worth of stuff. Too big, too small. And, um, what we ultimately found out, we suited up uh, for one evening that we did a nice formal dinner wearing our, you know, uh, Monster Maroons, which is the, the the all red Starfleet uniform that you see in uh, in the Wrath of Khan, uh, oh. the famous Star Trek film. Uh, go ahead. The other thing we did when we were wearing those yes. is we knew our vows. Oh my God! Yes, and and who, <laughs> honey, who 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 remarried us? Um, the, the new captain, Tad yes. Statchwick. His, his name is not Tad Statchwick. It's Todd, Todd. Statchwick, <laughs> who we actually, and after that, we, we had a chance to chat with him a little bit. Um, and knowing me, I found my way to be in a couple of stage productions while we were there. Like we were in one of the, one of the, the recurring um, bits that they obviously do on this cruise is based around the Gorn, which is a, you know, famous Star Trek beast and it's the gorn gong show so it's somebody who signs up and april's like you should do this next year too and i'm like what the hell would i do read poetry who knows we'll figure something out maybe i'll send you up there and make you sing 
Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. They'll get gonged right away. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, you go up there and, and a dude in a Gorn costume, but the three guests were, um, it was Todd, it was Tony Newsom uh, from Lower Decks, who, when we were getting uh, back on the boat at uh, Puerto Vallarta, I was walking through the scan and there was this woman uh, across from me on the other side of the scanner fumbling with her person. It was Tawny. She was just getting on the ship because she joined the ship late. So I got to me- I got to be one of the first people who got to meet her on the cruise, which was pretty cool. I did go through the entirety of the bucket list and I did meet everybody, which I was very happy about. So, um, but yeah, I got to, and then the third person was Jeff Combs, who is the, you know, He's been everybody in Deep Space Nine. And they are all wonderfully funny people. I got to participate in this sketch with this lady making balloon animals. And she did this thing that was like a, a Knights of the Round Table. It was just yeah, it was I don't know. She, we had she, this got whole gone. Story. She, she got gone, but it took a long time. But I got to be on stage with three Star Trek legends, so I was very happy to. Um, but yeah, Todd Stashwick remarried us, and then we got to chat with him. Um, that was amazing. We did trivia three times and we won twice. Uh, thanks in no small part to me as, yes. uh, as my podcast partner, Todd Oxer would say a lifetime of, of being a Star Trek fan has finally paid off, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> which it did. I was excited and I gave some goodies that we kept and some stuff that yeah. we shared with friends when we got back. So, um, and then, yeah, the last, so that was, you know, all kinds of activities, uh, we were um, we were at a panel with Doug Jones the day that the um, the cancellation of Star Trek Discovery was announced, um, and he had related uh, in this panel. It was in the hot seat with Connor Trenier, who was Trip Tucker on Enterprise, was doing an interview bit. Uh, he related that that morning, and this was in the evening, uh, that he uh, was on a Zoom call at like seven thirty in the morning with all these other people involved in the show that were announced that the show was ending. Um, so he was he was understandably sad. Sarah admitted she was also on the show was also on the cruise she was very lovely got to meet and chat with her um everybody's just so damn nice except for william shatner but that's okay uh because he's not supposed to be (laughs) yes so so that was that am i you know but as we kind of turned and 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 headed towards home anything else that i'm spacing out on we did so much you know we got to watch um we got to watch the 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 current week's episode of Picard on a big screen in, in the, the theater there kind of as it was um, becoming available back in the States because the time zones kept changing every day. Uh, we went through, it, there was a period of like three days in a row where we went through a different time zone and, and the time changed on ship and stuff. So yeah, that's why I told um, people today. I'm like, yeah, daylight savings isn't affecting me at all. Cause I yeah, exactly. So many different time zones a week ago. We were in limbo. I know. I think on the next cruise, we might go through the Bermuda Triangle, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> it's not that far off. Um, but yeah, we, Eastern, at least. But yeah. we spent two days at sea coming back, and the weather just sucked those last two days. And so that's kind of a bummer because you don't necessarily get to enjoy any of the things above deck in the ship. Um, but that last day in particular, the seas were crazy rough, like kind of stumbling around a little bit. It was crazy that yeah. the, the ship was moving. And when we got off the ship, we were still moving. Like to me, I, was it, yeah. like, I still feel like I'm on the ship. I feel like and I that need was to funny. myself. I was, um, I was, chatting, I was chatting. Yeah. I was chatting with Doug Jones on Instagram messenger. Cause as I said, he's a, he's a friend of a friend and he had the exact same thing to say once he, he lives in LA when he was home in his house, he says, I still feel like I'm moving. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just us. We were both lucky because we didn't get seasick at all. 
And that's obviously that's a, a legitimate concern when when you're at sea. That's why they call it seasickness. But there's no well, real... especially I expected to get yeah. seasick because I've I've been motion sick before. So yeah, I was excited that I didn't. Um, but the last I, I don't think I really missed going outside. There was a lot of stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. That's what's spectacular. I've told everybody since we've been back. Um, that it's like five vacations in one. You know, it's a it is a it is a, a basically a Star Trek convention with programming that is it's not round the clock, but there are things that go from ten thirty in the morning to two o'clock in the morning the next yeah. day. We did not you know, so, know all of that. Right. Yeah. Like April, April Yeah. We are we are early risers and early turner inners. We are not we are not night owl people, so that was not for us. But that you know that did that did exist. They had so many theme nights, and what I was starting to say about the cosplay is that we brought like three changes each, and we wore the monster maroons the one night. We put on a second pair of garb the second night for like an hour, and they were like, "Do you want to just change back into normal clothes?" And we did. So I think certainly, as I said, we did book for the next cruise, which is going to be next February. I think we'll bring one outfit, and you know, and, well, and, and maybe that'll be it. You know we'll what I mean? See. Because I kind of want to participate in the themes. So okay, we'll see how things are. Right. And, you know, we'll but have is, yeah, we'll have friends this year. That is true. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, a friend of the show, Missy Merchant, who is probably listening to this, uh, is chomping at the bit to get signed up. Now, I'm going to publish this immediately after we stop recording. Uh, it is uh, Monday night. Uh, tickets go on sale uh, tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central. Um, so be in a big rush. If you uh, are liking what I'm hearing, but definitely feel free to um, to hit us up if you want to learn more. Um, you can find me, of course. The uh, best way to reach me is on Twitter. I'm uh, at at the C3. Spell it out. Drop me a line if you want to learn more. April, if people want to pick your brain um, about the cruise, how do they reach you? You can find me on Facebook under my name, April Carden, or you can find me on Instagram at the April Carden. There you go. Yeah, drop us a line. We're, we're happy to talk about it. Uh, but if you're listening to the sound of my voice and you're like, oh, my God, I got to do this, you know, hurry up. Because, again, you know, we got lucky in so much that we got these tickets. Um, uh, and, you know, maybe they'll sell out faster. Who knows? You know, this was the first time the cruise had left from the West Coast. It generally leaves from, I think, Port Canaveral, uh, you know, yeah. in the Orlando, Florida area, which is where we're leaving from next year. Um, so who knows? Maybe, maybe this one will go faster. Um, and, but yeah, it, it, if you like it, don't wait is what I would say. We did interior rooms this past year. Next year, we're going to have a balcony room oh, so we can oh, see oh, the yes. ocean. Be very exciting. So that'll be that'll end up being like a whole separate vacation. But the thing that I really loved about it, uh, just to put a put a pin in it before we wrap up here, is that like I said, it's like five vacations in one because once you get on the ship, you don't have to go anywhere and you don't have to rush to get anywhere. You're not really late for anything because you're on the ship, right? Like you just a brisk walk will get you to where you're going. You know, you don't have to rush. You're not going to if you if you stay on the ship, you're not going to miss a connection to get somewhere. You're not going to get a flat tire driving or it's not going to be, you know, bad weather or whatever. Um so, yeah, it's uh it's it's all pretty and exciting stuff. All the food I was afraid I was going to come back and have gained weight because they say that you can gain a pound for every day you're on a cruise. Yeah. I didn't. I was flat. I was very excited. 
and I have not ended up weighing myself, but my clothes still fit the same, if not a little bit better. So yeah, we were very conscientious about eating and about drinking alcohol. April barely drinks at all because of, you know, the surgery that she had. And I just really dialed it back because the drinks are the most expensive thing that you're going to find, which makes sense. That that is really how they're making money. So I totally get it. Uh, I realized I did not plug in my laptop, so it's about to die. Um, So it's now time for us to sign off. Uh, April, one last time, if people want to find you, how do they find you? At the April Carden on Instagram. Excellent. And once again, uh, at the C3 on Twitter is where you find me. Of course, April and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. That is a chapter of the International Star Trek Fan Club, one of the biggest in the world uh, here in West Michigan. If you're a Trekker listening to the sound of my voice, if you live in Michigan, if you live in Eastern Canada, which is part of our region, which I actually run, I would love to hear from you. Please drop us a line uh, from the website address there at that website. Okay, with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Next time, I'll remember to plug in my laptop. But... uh, Keep on trekking, folks. Have fun. Bye-bye.